Okay, everybody, I know you're wondering where the heck was J-Dan last week, and I'll apologize uh, about that a little later. So today's episode, we're going to talk about North Texas Giving Day, the final tally, the trouble it took to get there. We're going to talk about selling my house. We're going to talk about uh, faith, exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, think, or imagine type of faith. And then we're going to talk about Wrongful Conviction Day, National Wrongful Conviction Day, which is uh, October 2nd. So stay tuned. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and and not be afraid to say, go go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum, and this is is background check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down now. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to background check. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Background Check Podcast. It's good to be back. I, um, I'm your host, J.D. and Gum, and as always, brought to you by Forgiven Felons. Um, but we're also going to mention a bunch of sponsors, a bunch of other sponsors this uh, this week. So thank you for tuning in. I've got to apologize for missing last week. Last Friday was um, the day after North Texas Giving Day, and I was literally just so exhausted that I did nothing that day. I tried to take a nap, but I was, you ever been so exhausted that you're, you're almost so exhausted you can't even sleep, but my body was so wore out. And the reason why is because for the last three weeks, we've been getting four weeks, we've been getting our house ready for market, which we just put on the market yesterday, September 30th, a day earlier than our, our goal, which was October 1st. But anyway, Hey, listen, um, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that. Listen, North Texas giving day. It was incredible. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out to everybody that's listening inside and outside of prison or jail. Uh, I, I can't remember the name right off the bat. First of all, I, if you hear sounds of nature, it's because I'm recording outside. All right, so our house went on the market yesterday. We had 10 showings yesterday. We got six more today. I can't be in my house. So I'm just recording in front of the marketplace pillar at my church, Trinity Church in Cedar Hill. At Legacy Park. And so it's kind of cool that I'm in front of the Marketplace one because we're going to mention a bunch of sponsors that are in the Marketplace ministry that helped us blow our goal out of the water this year for North Texas Giving Day. So all you inmates that have been writing and saying uh, that you're praying for North Texas Giving Day, thank you. Your prayers got us over the top. So anyway, uh, shout out to, gosh, I can't remember your name now. I don't have your, your, your name in front of me, but you're in the you're in Bell County Jail, I think. So um, thank you for writing us. And listen, wherever you are, man, if you, uh, I think they're supposed to be releasing it to Texas uh, pretty soon, like 10 units. So if you're in Texas, uh, Texas Department of Criminal Justice, hello, welcome to Background Check Podcast. So write us and let us know that you're listening and uh, whether any episode's been an impact on your life or not. I'd love to be able to write the the person that I interviewed and say, hey, listen, we got a, we got a letter from an inmate and your interview changed their life. So call us, let us know. Uh, or not call us, don't call me. Uh, J-pay me, or I'll J-pay you. You snail mail me. 
All right, so let's get busy with this podcast. Uh, man, it's crazy. The last week, we have finished North Texas Giving Day, and we have finished putting our house on the market. Um, but we're going to talk about faith, crazy faith. Um, Mike Todd up in Oklahoma, Tulsa, he has a book out called Crazy Faith. He was a sermon first, and, and I, I love that. I just attached to that. But the verse that I'm going to base everything on today is Ephesians 3.20 that God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, think, or imagine. And so, anyway, all right, well, here we go. First of all, I have got to mention North Texas Giving Day, man. It's it's incredible. I need to mention all the sponsors for North Texas Giving Day. I'm going to start out by mentioning the, the men from the Win Unit Craft Shop. My fundraiser coordinator, Sheila, Sheila Stone, did not um, – I, she may have told me, but I, maybe I forgot. I don't know. But all of a sudden, North Texas Giving Day, I go by the post office and pick up, and pick up, on North Texas Giving Day, and pick up two boxes from the Win Unit at Craft Shop. All this leather stuff, portrait. Uh, I think the portrait is of Taylor Swift. Incredible stuff. Cow, Dallas Cowboys coasters, Texans coasters, uh, beautiful wooden pins. Uh, just incredible stuff, and th- so they they contributed to our fundraiser on North Texas Giving Day. So, our big main sponsor was Nick and April Pomeroy from uh, PR Equipment in Cairns, Texas. They donated the 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 lawnmower, the riding lawnmower, and all the other landscaping equipment, a six thousand dollar value. And uh, the winner of that was Michael Dewitt. He bought one ticket, y'all. He bought one ticket. Hey, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed. There's very few people that just bought one ticket. I think there's only like three or four that bought one ticket. And it was one of them that won. So don't ever discount the money that you have, the little money that you have. I think I'm about to get rained on. I hope I don't get I hope I don't get rained on. Lord, hold the rain back in Jesus' name. <laughs> um anyway, so uh Nick and Amber, thank you so much for, for donating that that prize. Hector at Freedom Heating and Air donated he did a matching fund of $2,500, so that allowed us to raise another $2,500. And then he donated a UV light and installation, which was $1,800 value. And he donated a Wi-Fi thermostat, which is almost a $500 value with installation. So John Houston family of companies, my wife actually works for one of those companies, Trinity Oaks Mortgage, and they did a matching fund. And it's just, I love, the, I love John Houston and his heart. He's got a great book called um, Helping People Find Their Way Home. Uh, brothers of the Band of Brothers. This is just a group of men that decided they want to come along. They did a matching fund for $3,000. They started off the day. It was great. Express Employment Services. Uh, I'm mean, sorry. Express Employment Professionals in Waxhachie, Texas. They're awesome. The, the best staffing agency that I know. And I'm sorry. I know a lot, but they're the best. Uh, they did a matching fund. Binge Contractors. He hires some of our uh, former residents. Uh, they did a matching fund. Abundant Living Life in Anui, TJ and Wendy Henley, they did a matching fund. Color, Crystal at Kindred Color Lounge, uh, they had, we had a couple sponsors out of there. Uh, she gave away products and did a matching fund. And Cherie Cruz, Cherie Barnes Cruz donated a, a, uh, a cut experience from there as well. So uh, Floor Rescue and um, Floor Rescue. Ruiz Financial Services, Alpha Omega Doors, Background Check Podcast. Yes, we donated. Alley Cats in Arlington, Moss Moss Design donated some, some other stuff, some wood, some wood burn art. 
Hector from Cedar Hill Barbers, uh, On Point Contractors, Clarity Roofing, Bev Koenig with Cincy, Restored Contracting, several churches in the area that consistently give, including uh, the month of September, Trinity Church, our home church, Highland Meadows and Red Oak, Free Life in Forney, and Elevate Life in Frisco. You know, when I first started planning North Texas Giving Day this year, uh, it was back before summer at a board meeting. Um, I was actually, actually, what I had started planning was even before that board meeting. But I told people that my goal this year was 50000 and I got some stares, some looks, some like, you know, some side eyes. Heck, even my own gut said, you know, are you sure you want to fail this bad? Meaning if I only reached 30000 then which would be the highest we've ever raised anyway, we'd still be 20000 short of our goal. But I'd been planning this. Um, I've been sewing into this this goal for a long time. And uh, I just knew somehow we would reach our goal for the first time. And I was prepared to raise it 20000 I'd only raised it incrementally five years every year for the past, I don't know how many years. But one thing I know about planting uh, is you're going to grow something. Heck, even if you don't plant anything, you're going to grow weeds. So you might as well plant something to grow alongside the weeds that actually produce fruit. You got nothing to lose by sowing seeds unless you just don't plan on working the soil or watering the seeds. But several years ago, I was challenged. Um, I challenged myself to give the largest single offering I've ever given. In fact, I prayed and asked God one year. I was at a conference and I said, put me in a position to give this amount next year. And he did. And then I did reluctantly, but I did. And I've done it quite often in several different places every year, different churches, different conferences. And and in two of those places I've sown seed, there has been such a harvest that it is almost unbelievable. One place has been sowing back into us for over a year and a half, uh, very large seeds back into us. Uh, the other, the other one just uh, sowed for North Texas Giving Day, and that spurred somebody else, another place, to sow largely into our ministry for North Texas Giving Day. You just never know when the harvest is going to come, how big it will be, but it's a spiritual law that will come to fruition in the natural and in the supernatural. So with that said, we blew the $50,000 goal away at 5 p.m. And then we set a new goal of 75000 So after the day was over and the follow-up charity poker tournament that that the board put on and uh, – we ended up just shy of our new goal, which was uh, 75000 but we, we ended up with 74550 But then just a couple days ago, someone donated towards that, and so we reached our $75,000 goal. And I can't talk about, uh, like I said, the, uh, the, the, the sponsors made it happen. The sponsors and the churches, all that sowed seeds, the matching funds, the donations of, of the prizes that were given away, we couldn't have done it. But all those matching funds wouldn't have meant anything if it wasn't for y'all donating. So thank you guys to everyone who gave. Thank you very much. And uh, it reminds me of a verse, Ephesians 3.20. Now all, this is the from the New Living uh, Translation. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. I could think $50,000. So by the nature of that verse, God could do more than I think. And he did. What are you thinking about? He's ready to do infinitely more. Another version says exceedingly abundantly. Um, That's a lot. 
Now, between what we say from last year's North Texas Giving Day combined with this year, we're ready to move forward with confidence in getting the welding workshops going. We are so excited. But that's not all. Through this whole thing, we had to get our house ready for market. We weren't even planning on selling our house right now because our new house won't be ready until December. But we were advised it might be better to sell now than later in the year. And it's wise to listen to advice from people that know more than you. Heck, even people who aren't smarter than you may have some great ideas from time to time. Get over yourself and be humble enough to listen to others' ideas. It's been a hard journey for me regarding that, but I'm way better now than I used to be. Heck, I even learned stuff from my 7- and 8-year-old daughters. So anyway, August 14th, on a Saturday, we went and looked at a new build. I told you my wife works for Trinity Oaks Mortgage, which is part of the John Houston family, John Houston Homes family of companies. And so she gets a she she gets a little discount for uh, being an employee there when you buy a new home. And so we we thought, all right, let's do that. Let's see what it looks like. And so we went on that Saturday, August fourteenth, and we fell in love with the home. And we put money down that Monday. We bought a home. <laughs> we prayed about it, waited for the sales guy to give us the final amount, and then. Six days before our vacation, we bought that stinking home. Exciting, right? My mind went straight to the remodel part. I was just like, oh, crap. How am I going to do this? I was thinking the whole time on vacation, how in the heck am I going to get this place ready in three weeks? Because we went on vacation August 22nd, and we got back August 29th. And then we were going to put our house on the market October 1st, and North Texas Giving Day was September 23rd. So before we, uh, you know, before we left for vacation, we had a realtor come over, show us everything we need to be fixed. And I'm just like, it wouldn't be a problem if we weren't working on the biggest fundraiser we've ever done. You know, and we did all kinds of stuff. We were giving away stuff every hour almost. It was crazy. So we got back from vacation. I got straight to work. The main thing about getting work done consistently is just showing up. Every day I did something towards the remodel. Some days I worked till 8 p.m. Others I worked after we put the kids to bed. All the while trying to drum up corporate sponsors for the crazy ideas I had for North Texas Giving Day. There were days that I looked at my wife and she could just tell. She could tell. The look in my eye, the weariness. I honestly did not know if I would get everything done. She was doing the best she could, doing everything she could do, and then she was doing her best to help me. But there was just some things that she wasn't able to help me with. And then through it all, we're trying to be great parents, and our kids are just wondering... You know, when is this madness going to end? But here we are, October 1st, Friday, October 1st, and we put our house on the market yesterday, one day early, then we hoped. We got it all done. We successfully reached our North Texas Giving Day goal, blew it out of the water, set a new goal, and and we got our house ready for market a day earlier than we wanted to. Yesterday, September 30th, we had 10 showings on the house, and I already have three offers. Today, Friday, October 1st, we got six showings scheduled, and there will probably be some more. During those three weeks when times got tough and I didn't know whether we're going to reach how or whether we're going to reach our $50,000 goal or how we're going to get our house ready for market, there were several things I held on to. The first thing I held on to were some words that were spoken over us. One word talked about how we've been waiting and now it's our time. Another word said uh, how we've worked really hard and the fruits of our labor are about to pay off. Another word said that God was going to bless our socks off. Have you ever had your socks blessed off? Well, he is truly doing that. He's truly doing that. What are you holding on to? 
during your tough times? A Bible verse? A word that's spoken over you? Maybe the words spoken over you aren't all that great. Maybe the words spoken over you uh, are ones like you'll never amount to anything or that you were an accident. Well, let me just say, you weren't an accident and you are going to amount to something. You are special in God's eyes. You're special to someone. Whether you believe it or think it or not, you are. And just keep showing up because God's got a plan. Even when things don't look like they're changing, even when things don't feel like they're changing, keep showing up. Keep showing up as a parent. Keep showing up to those classes in prison. Keep showing up to work. Keep showing up to try again when you fail. Keep showing up because God has a plan. Work when you need to, wait when you have to, and always be strong and courageous. The last thing I want to talk about today is is in in America, really internationally, I think it's an international day, but it's nationally national wrong wrongful conviction day. And I know this because I have friends that serve time uh, because they were wrongfully convicted. And it's one of the greatest tragedies tragedies of our time, I believe. You know, uh, most guys in prison aren't even there for the crime they committed because of plea bargaining. You know, plea bargaining is one of the, the worst tools, you know, when prosecutors, they don't want to go to court because they don't want to go to trial because they know they'll lose. So they try to negotiate with someone and say, look, why don't you plead to this? Something they didn't even do. And will it's lesser, it's a lesser crime than the one they're actually charging them with. Here, plead plead down to something you didn't do, and we'll drop this other thing that we can't prove you did. And and you plead guilty to it and and, and we'll drop this other one. And you know, most people can't afford a lawyer. And you know, and so they just they, they plead guilty to something that they didn't do. But then there's people that that just get falsely convicted, period. Period. Um, not everybody in prison gets the attention of the Innocence Projects. Thank God for Centurion. Thank God for Innocence Project. Thank God for Innocence Project of Texas. We, uh, I tell you, I think over 3,300 since the 90s, 80s, have been exonerated. But but just think about it. If there's that many, think about how many don't get the, I mean, it's not like the Innocence Projects are like, oh yeah, no, no, you're, you're truly guilty. No, you're true. They don't go through them all. They just can't, they can't go through them all. But I wonder how many more are sitting in prison because they were tried and falsely convicted of a crime they didn't commit. Go listen to episodes uh, two, and I think the other one's maybe 47. Richard Miles and Jeffrey Deskovic. We're, we're going to try to get more wrongful, wrongfully convicted on here. But Richard Miles actually got a bill passed. They call it the Richard Miles bill. Because when Richard Miles was in prison, his dad ordered a copy of the court of the transcripts. And when they got it, it was 15 pages long. And then when Centurion... The Innocence Project that that took his case, uh, when they ordered the court transcripts, the police reports, I mean, it was 85 pages long. Go listen to his interview, episode two. So there's a huge gap between what 
what the police actually turns over to people. And so what was turned over at trial was the 15 pages. None of that other stuff was turned over. And so Richard Miles actually got a bill passed that, that holds um, police accountable for turning over everything they have for the trial. So that's cool. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to be sitting on the panel with him October 18th for a Reformers conference. If you want to uh, go to that, uh, look him up, reformersco, reformersco.com, and uh, register and come come hear the, the panel we're doing on criminal justice reform. So wrongful convictions. I know a lot of people think that everybody in prison is innocent. I mean, uh, guilty, but they're not. There's a lot more innocent than you think. There truly, truly is. And it's a lot harder to undo something that's already been done. I mean, it's easy to get a police to coerce a confession, to get a false witness, false testimony. It's easy to do that, but it's hard to prove that wrong because once you once you get a witness that says, I was coerced, I was I was forced to testify falsely against this person, now the credibility of that person is attacked. And they're like, well, were you lying then or are you lying now? And it's hard to undo that. It's hard to undo that. And the tactics that they, that they use, our criminal justice system use, and listen, this is just a small portion of of, of uh, prosecutors and police. Not all prosecutors and not all police force are, are like this. There have been a lot of um, integrity units formed in the last, you know, five to ten years. And so that's good. We're making progress. We're making headway. But, man, we got a long way to go. Uh, prosecutorial misconduct is the number one reason for wrongful convictions. That means there was some kind of misconduct on the prosecution side. Think about that. That's the number one reason for wrongful convictions. Hey, go to some wrongful conviction websites. Go to the Innocence Project. Go to the Innocence Project of Texas. Um, go to Centurion. Read the book, When the Truth is All You Have, by uh, Jim McCloskey, the founder of Centurion. Some great, great stories in there. They'll break your heart. They'll break your heart because you're like, how in the world? Watch on Netflix, The uh, Innocence Files. And there's some there's some cases on there. One of them's from Texas. Um, come to the Reformers Conference. If you have Monday and Tuesday, October 18th and 19th off, come to the Reformers Conference. We're going to have Mike Ware from The Innocence Project of Texas. Uh, Richard Miles is going to be on the panel as well. Come, check it out. And um, But tomorrow... Okay, I don't know when you listen to this, but October 2nd is National Wrongful Conviction Day. And uh, would you do me a favor? Would you, outside of listening to the two episodes uh, and sharing them with anybody and everybody you know, go to, go to, do some, do some research, do some information, um, look up some information and just, and just learn a little bit more about it. And don't just be one of those people that just think, uh, they did something wrong. Richard Miles was the son of a pastor's. He was just walking home one night, wasn't doing anything wrong, and he got caught up. He got he got taken in, and so many things that, that were wrong about that case. Uh, I nine out of ten people said he wasn't the one, but that one person, who's who's you know eventually re- redact, re- retracted her 
retracted her statement, but that one person was falsely, gave false testimony because she was coerced. But that's all it took to put him away. He did 16 years. Do some, uh, do some research. Don't just sit back and just say and just tolerate it and go, you know, no, they did something wrong. But anyway, National Wrongful Conviction Day. Um, but listen, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for, if, if you're listening and you gave to North Texas Giving Day, thank you so much. We are, uh, after the first of the year, man, we, we're hoping to get these welding workshops going. We're looking for a place, a building uh, somewhere in South Dallas, even even some of the suburbs south of Dallas. If you know of anybody uh, that has some t- land or building to donate or to let us lease, let me know. Let me know. We need office space, classroom space, warehouse space, and um, but we're going to get this stuff going. Uh, thank you for giving. Thank you for praying for us during this time thank you uh, and I'm praying for you I'm praying for you in fact I'm going to pray for everybody right now Lord thank you for everyone who's listening thank you for bringing us through our family through what we're we, we still have a lot to go through Lord we got to be putting up Christmas lights while we're in a temporary home when we sell this home and and, and before we move into our new home Lord we're going to be still going to be crazy but you have gotten us this far and we thank you for that Lord And, Lord, we lift up everybody listening because I know they're going through some stuff, too. It ain't just me and my wife and my family. The person listening might be going through something in prison, jail. They might be going through something in their marriage, in their work, in their business. Lord, be with them. Give them a word. Maybe all their words they've gotten have been bad and negative. Give them a verse. Give them a, a word, Lord, over their life. Let them know that you love them. Let them know that you care for them. You cherish them. Let them feel your presence, Lord. Lord, I thank you. We thank you for for giving us favor on North Texas Giving Day. We pray for everyone who sowed into our ministry for North Texas Giving Day. We pray that you, you, you bless them with the biggest harvest they've ever seen on that seed. Whether somebody gave $5 or somebody gave $25,000. We ask you to bless them. In Jesus' name. Lord, we love you. We thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. Teach us, Lord, how to be uh, a better servant for you. Whether we're inside prison, jail, we're out here. Thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. Thank you for your son dying on the cross for our sins. Thank you for not staying in that grave. Thank you for getting up and getting out of that grave and giving us the same resurrection power. Help us to utilize that power in our lives. Help us to have crazy faith. Help us to be able to think big. Help us to be able to think big so you can provide bigger. Because <laughs> you're going you're gonna to provide bigger than we can even think or imagine. So help us to teach us to think big. You're a big God. I pray for the dreamers out there. I pray for the reformers. I give you praise and glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening. Y'all have a great day. And um, it's beautiful out here. I did not get rained on. Did not get rained on. Y'all pray for the sale of our house. Favor in Jesus' name. And I'm praying for you if you're selling a house. If you're selling a house or you're buying a house, I'm praying for favor for you. Exceedingly abundantly above all you could think or imagine. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.